Welcome to the Holistic Healing Connection podcast with your host, holistic practitioner and mentor, Amber Cook. Join Amber and her guests weekly for insight and practical tips to help you succeed on your path to wellness. This episode is sponsored by HealingWays.com, nurturing business, cultivating health, growing community. Your one-stop holistic health resource, HealingWaze.com. Hi, I'm Amber Cook. I've spent my life practicing and experimenting with holistic and alternative healthcare because I believe it is the real healthcare, the way to well-being. So stick around because your holistic healing connection starts right now. Hello, I am back. And first of all, I want to apologize for leaving you all hanging. It's been a few weeks since um, I released an episode and this is a weekly podcast, so um, I, I really apologize. My intention is to get right back on track starting right now. Um, now that I have moved, I have sold my house, I've sold my practice, my life has completely changed in the last two months. Um, and frankly, I just got completely overwhelmed and dropped a few balls and the podcast was one of them. But we're picking right back up, and I am super excited, super excited for this episode you're about ready to listen to, and then um, all the future guests that we have coming, future shows, super exciting. Um, But today's guest, Constance Ayo, is a psychic healer and a relationship coach, and that is, this is kind of a new topic, relationships. Um, She really loves to help um, heal broken hearts, help people clear their energy blocks, and, um, you know, just that that stuck stuff, you know, like anger, all those things that happen when you have a broken heart, um, confusion. She helps women just really, um, you know, find that deep sense of love, self-love first, helps them heal, and gets them ready for finding that soulmate partner. And what I love about Constance is she is walking the talk, as all coaches should be, right? Like my advice to anyone, everyone listening, people talk that talk to me, my advice is always that if you're going to seek out a coach for anything, relationships, life, health, business, you need to research that person a little bit. What experience have they gone through that have made them qualified to coach on those topics, right? Like, you're not going to want a relationship coach that has really crappy relationships and hasn't figured it out themselves or isn't in the process of figuring, figuring it out. Um, and, and so what's wonderful about Constance is that that's exactly what she did. She went through the healing journey. She found herself again. She got confidence. She got the self-esteem. And she knew what she wanted her next relationship to look like. And she went out and got it. Or it came to her either way. But Constance is now definitely with her soulmate. And now helping other women do the same thing. It's amazing. So... I think that you are going to love this episode as much as I did. And at the towards the end, 
she gives three of her top tips, if you will, (laughs) um, advice to those of you listening that are wanting to get ready to um, find your soulmate or even just improve a relationship you're already in. Uh, Her advice is amazing. And the love that she has for her partner is something and that ha- that he has for her is something that we all should strive for in life. And to find more out about Constance, all of her links are in the show notes. Enjoy. Thank you, Constance, for being here with me today. Um, I'm super excited to chat with you, not only because you're a fellow um, holistic practitioner, um, massage therapist as well, and also my friend. Um, but you're just fun to talk to. And this topic is something that we haven't really talked about much on the podcast yet. So Yay! <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I'm pretty excited. Um, so first of all, in your own words, um, kind of give everybody a little, you know, description of, of what it is that you do. Okay. So I am a psychic healer and relationship coach as well as I do um, massage therapy and I incorporate energy work into that also. Nice. But yeah, so I, I help people heal from heartbreak, people have healthy conscious relationships and really clear their, not only their mindset, but their energy and their thoughts mm-hmm. from their past Yeah, because it really impacts not only other people, but it impacts uh, the relationships that people attract into their lives. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And we'll, we'll come back, we'll touch back on that because you and I were just talking about that, like how your energy and your mindset not only affects your life, or let's say if we're talking in a relationship, you're the person you're in a relationship with, but just people around you in general. So I think Mm -hmm. if we learn to, um, you know, cultivate a more positive mindset and to manage our energy, it really does kind of help like everybody, right? It like does. Contribu- contributing to like this, this better world, really, I think. Absolutely. It's such a ripple effect. Like if you can think about the moment where you might have been feeling funky, you might have had a bad day, and then you come across someone who's just really warm and they give you a smile, their energy is, you know, just feels really good, and it helps you shift your own energy, and it's just benefiting. Yeah, it really does. You're right. Like, you're so right. I mean, there's been times I've felt really grumpy, and then somebody just does something, even opening the door for me. I was like, oh, you know, with a smile on their face. It can really just kind of brighten that moment that can lead to more bright moments for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, all kinds of juicy stuff to talk about. Um, First of all, because you were saying that you're a psychic healer and you help other people with their um, relationship issues, broken hearts, et cetera. Let's just start then. Why is this your expertise and what brought you to this point? I'm sure you have a long story, but what will fit on the podcast? <laughs> right. Well, I, I was in a 10-year relationship with someone who was very toxic. And I discovered what, like, what codependent patterns feel like mm-hmm. and um, what it's also like to be in a relationship that 
maybe you've tried to leave a lot of times, but you just get drawn back in. Yeah. And it was, it was quite the journey. And by the end of the relationship, I actually was in massage school and I was in the psychic development program also. I don't know if it was, one was right before or after the other, but um, it was like the same year. And so I really woke up and I really gained empowering tools to help me have the strength to find the doorway out. Nice. And yeah. And then from there, it was just a process of, of healing my own life and clearing up my own energy and getting clear about who I did want in my life. And Mm -hmm. so it was a, it was fun. It was an interesting, fun, beautiful journey. And so it's just a joy to be able to share the that kind of work with other people mm-hmm. and something interesting happened um a couple years ago someone reached out to me on Instagram and it was a woman who was just exiting or trying to exit a relationship with the same person <laughs> that I was really you know. yeah <laughs> she was like I know your name and I, I looked you up and um, she's like, I really hope this isn't weird, but I was with blank and uh-huh. I, I, it's horrible. <laughs> I need help. Oh. Like, what do I do? So I just, I just was a guide for her and I just shared some thoughts and just gave her a safe space to like really let, let it all out. Yeah. And then um, I just you know, I just was providing support and guidance and tools for her along the process. And now she's in like a really amazing relationship and she was able to not go back (laughs) and continue to clear that. So that was one of those moments that were like, what I do matters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Is that kind of what sparked you to, um, kind of change your focus on helping other people to their relationships? Cause I feel like it's been, around that time frame, two years or so that yeah. I've noticed that you're doing that more. Actually, actually it is. It was yeah. just like, I was sort of leaning in that direction and it was just like the, the catalyst to say like, yes, go there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. So after, so let's go back to your relationship. So you got out of that relationship, you were um, learning all these amazing tools yourself to grow and get you ready for your next relationship and so I want I know all about your next relationship but I want you to tell everybody else about what happened after you did all this work and and um you know cultivated self more self-love and Mm -hmm. um self-esteem and confidence and just knowing what you wanted what happened yeah that's so after I got to that point, I started just really playing around with um, with different like manifestation techniques, mm-hmm. <laughs> you could say, because I like I felt fully worthy, and like you said, I did all like a lot of self self love work, and so I wrote um, a love letter to my soulmate person, like in present tense. I just I just wrote about how wonderful it was to finally connect and blah 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 I don't remember exactly what was in there but after I wrote that letter like I started meeting people who felt 
well, just I lived in a small town mm. in New Mexico at the time. That was like my healing space because um, I grew up in New Mexico and uh, I moved back to heal. And it was a small town. So where where do you meet someone in a small town? Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I knew I was going to meet my someone. But so all of a sudden, like someone completely new shows up at the grocery store like a very attractive person. <laughs> so it's like, oh, it's possible someone can pop into town. Anything is possible. Yeah. So we became friends um and and that was all, but from from then there was just like more and more possibilities were opening up. Mm-hmm. And like I met someone like just weird <laughs> kind of interesting weird experiences, but I was I was bolder person. I just was like, well, I'm I need to be bold and out there yeah and it's just who I am so that way I I can you know clear the junk away mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and know that like you know if someone comes up like like maybe you ask for their phone number you know yeah. like that's, you know like yeah. just, so after a few it was like a couple months of just experiencing people who felt close and more possibilities then I I was actually friends with Ryan online because um, he had done a project where he filmed himself bicycling around the country and yeah, visiting that. yeah and yeah. visiting sustainable communities. So we were in touch as friends and um, like it, he was really nice to talk to like well you know chat with mm-hmm. not speak <laughs> yeah so you guys just like email back and forth yeah or Facebook message Facebook. each okay. other yeah back and forth and we're just friends that way and then he came to a point where he he left the person like the person that, that he was in relationship with mm-hmm. throughout his whole project like it was already it was kind of in an ending process for a while and he moved to Kauai and we were continuing to chat and he finally sent me the movie that he completed and so it was interesting to hear his voice in person oh mm-hmm. not in person but you know yeah hear his voice so that was the first time you actually heard his voice is on the video he sent you yeah so so I said oh wow I finally get to hear your voice and it's you know it's a very sweet voice and then he wanted to hear mine so we started talking and then we just I kind of set guidelines. I was kind of like, you know, like I want to, I don't want any of the BS and the like confusion. I was like, I just want us to both feel super clear and just like, Hey, I think you're the one, I'm the one, let's do this. That's and, that's, awesome. <laughs> and that's how it was. So, and then I just, I moved to Kauai and the rest was history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I remember you both, um, sitting down with you both and listening to your versions of this love story. It truly is. It's pretty awesome. And, um, the way you both talk about it, you light up and, and you still just like have, you know, those warm gushy feelings for each other. Um, and it's just, it's amazing. So do you believe in soulmates and did you find yours? Uh, yes. And yes. (laughs) And I I do believe there's there are many soulmates, but uh-huh. you know you find the right person to spend your life with right now. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you, I believe that as well. I believe there are different, you know, many different soulmates, maybe different 
mates for the time you're in, in your life. Right. Um, but what I see from the two of you is I'm just going to put in my two cents. I think that you have found the soulmate for this, for the rest of this life. <laughs> right. Yeah. For is what sure. it seems. Um, you guys, yeah, you definitely, um, have gone through normal life and relationship struggles together. Um, mm -hmm. But I think what you manifested definitely came true in this relationship that you, that you have with Ryan. How long have you guys been together? Um, it's been like seven years now. Okay. And you're married? Mm -hmm. How long? Yeah. Uh, I guess it's been uh, six years. Okay. Awesome. Let's say 2013. Okay. That's the year we got married. Nice. Yeah. And I believe just now I'm um, working on nine and a half years of marriage. So we've been together for almost 11 years. I can't believe it. Wow. <laughs> I know. And um, I think the first like five were, they were, they were, you know, wonderful and like, especially in the dating phase, like super fun and, and yeah. light. And then the beginning of marriage and you like us had a baby right in the beginning of your right. basically, I mean, pretty close a couple years or a year, but, um, a little stressful, a little hard. Oh yeah. You know each other, <laughs> going through all those, those changes and, and challenges of life. And you both are business owners. So, um, you know, you've, you've definitely, it's not like you've had a fairy tale, but you right. have gotten the relationship that you, that you wanted, that you set out to, to get. And that came from healing yourself first. And mm -hmm. so I would love to know some like actual things that you did in that healing process to get ready for this relationship. Like maybe like I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to put it out there like three, three tips three. to give other people, not necessarily women, but I know you mostly do work with women, but just people mm -hmm. that are ready or think they're ready to head towards that soulmate relationship. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of, one of the things um, that felt very important was to do forgiveness work to really release the past because if you for one you could forgive the person who hurt you mm -hmm. but even more than that forgiving yourself for you could say for allowing yourself to be mistreated or mm -hmm. for not speaking up when you should have yeah. and really giving yourself full love and full forgiveness because that's how you build your trust again yeah. with yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what are um, some of the ways like journaling, meditation? Yeah, just I definitely do um, journaling and meditation. Okay. You could just go open up your journal and really dive in and like write someone's name or the experience and dive into, I forgive this experience for the pain that it caused. I forgive myself for not for not trusting my instincts. I forgive myself for not standing up for myself and, you know, just really let it pour out of you. Just, just 
go there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I love that you put that as the very first one because me personally, um, way before ever knowing you, <laughs> that's exactly what I did, um, to get ready to, um, honestly to connect or to find each other, you know, to find Logan. Um, I had been in two pretty significant long-term relationships that were just painful for different reasons. And the last mm -hmm. one was like only two ended probably two years before I met Logan. And, um, there was so much like anger and baggage mm -hmm. that I was carrying around. Like it was, it, it was in a, um, circumstance where the person cheated on me and, you know, and that was the story I was telling myself. I got cheated and dumped six months before my wedding. And I was going around just like saying mm. that all the time. And, and then finally, um, probably about six months before I met Logan, I really dove into that forgiveness journaling and um, letter writing. Mm. And I just hammered away at writing letters to that person. Like, you know, at first they started with, <laughs> I forgive you for being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, right? then, and then it really, like, as I went on, it got, it got more about me because it is about me and how I, mm -hmm. how I live with that experience. And, um, it was hugely helpful for me as well. And forgiving yeah. myself, like you said, because we do hold responsibility, even when something is done to us in quotes. There's a little mm -hmm. bit of responsibility there. And even if it's not necessary to feel responsible, because sometimes you're totally not responsible, we still carry some responsibility. Right. It's maybe made up or fabricated. So um, that's a great one. Forgiveness activities. Okay. Hey, listeners, I'm just dropping in for a moment to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, Women Conquer Business, with one of my favorite hosts, Jen McFarlane. Part of holistic healthcare for me is taking time to nurture my business because like most business owners, my business is a part of me. One of the ways I do that is by listening to podcasts from other heart-centered entrepreneurs like Jen. She has a contagious can-do attitude and her podcast, Women Conquer Business, is filled with heart, strategy, and tons of inspiration. Women Conquer Business is available on all major podcasting networks and you can learn more about Jen at jenmcfarland.com. Now back to our show. What about number two? <laughs> okay, number two would be let's see well I would say um getting clear about what you do want mm -hmm. so this would be like start to imagine the qualities and the feelings and the life that you want to live with your partner mm -hmm. so this could be like also pulling out your journal yeah yep. <laughs> like I, I definitely like had a little vision board um and you know wrote wrote out different things throughout each day like wow I loved how this person was so genuine and and felt so warm in our communication you know just mm -hmm. noticing the things that I loved about each connection with with whoever whomever from your day Oh, nice. Okay. So you yeah. journaled about experiences with other people just throughout your day. That was one piece of it. Like mm -hmm. things that people did that made you feel good. Yeah. So okay. it's kind of putting the puzzle piece together of, of how you want your relationship to feel and to look like. Yeah. Like what are the qualities that you want to bring in? Nice. 
And um, this is pretty personal, but did you do a lot of, or in your mind even, it may not be a lot compared to what other people think, but a lot of like dating and, you know, just kind of, yeah, like going on dates, getting to know, to know more like potential partners. Was that kind of a piece to help you figure out what you wanted? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I did do a little bit of, a little bit of dating Yeah. when I was in my, like I had my initial healing phase and then mm-hmm. I started, yeah, like the dating phase where I, and that was part of building up the, you know, the qualities that you want. Like, you know, like yeah. I date, I went on a couple of dates with a, a guy who was in, in nursing school and mm-hmm. you know, I really liked this about him, but this part of him just felt really in a, inauthentic to me uh-huh. and I didn't like that and so like oh okay it's just noticing that and being open to the dating experiences without attachment yeah yeah I think that's really important without attachment I think that's really important um I found myself doing the same thing in that period of well first honestly I got a little reckless right after a break the breakup <laughs> and then I put rain mm-hmm. myself back in and <laughs> went through the healing experience, um, different, but similar to what you kind of went through and then started doing some dating, like some dating with intention, but not the expectation that every person I was going to date was going to be the one. Yes. Right. Cause I think a lot of people do that. Cause we get so worked up. We, t- we put so much weight on just a date. Right. <laughs> and, and it's, yes, it can lead to something really important, but it's not They're just, That's what they are. Right. They're like, they're, they're getting little snippets of what you do want. So, you know, like you said, you'd, you'd find something, you'd go on a date and you're like, well, I like this, but I don't like that. And then you would leave knowing that. And then in the next person you dated, if they had one of those qualities you didn't like, or anything that showed up even before you met, you would just go, right. no, no, never mind. <laughs> right? Exactly. It's like a whittling down. It helps narrow down. Um, to help yeah. So you, so you did a vision board, um, and on there you were trying to manifest some things, and one of them was your um, relationship, your ideal relationship. Is there anything you look back now, like maybe when you met Ryan and you're like, oh my gosh, that was exactly on my list. Can you think of some things? Um, well, <laughs> I put, uh, I think I had a cat on my list and I know he loves cats, though we don't own a cat, but <laughs> we want one. We aspire yeah. to own cats. <laughs> Just awesome. the little things. And then I put, um, I think I put, I had creative and passionate and genuine on there and, you know, and he's definitely all of those things. And I think I put in touch with his emotions on there because it felt important to me Mm -hmm. and someone who could, yeah, because it's different for each person. But for me, I felt like I wanted them to be able to understand me because I'm a little bit different <laughs> and then, you know and I wanted them to be able to embrace that part of me too uh-huh. yeah that's really important yeah so we were on the same page with 
page, <laughs> the same page uh-huh. with kind of with our values and with um, how we viewed the world and spirituality and uh, different things like that. We were very much on the same page. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, so manifesting, doing like a manifesting ritual or um, that could be meditating, right? Um, mm-hmm. Journaling, like you said, vision board. Um, I agree with you and think that's great advice. I think that's, for me, that's what I did as well, along with like the dating and trying to figure out, you know, so we've got, you and I both did the healing, (laughs) the, um, the releasing the, you know, the forgiveness, the dating, um, and then also the manifesting. Cause I did the same for Logan. I had a list um, yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know, and like you said, like it would change. Like I would meet mm-hmm. like, Ooh, I like that. I didn't even know that quality was a thing. <laughs> you know, and I put that in there. And, um, there was a dating guru back then that I'm not even going to mention who it is. But <laughs> <laughs> one thing that was really awesome. And it was something along the lines of you make your list and then be okay with 80% of that list because it's oh, not, interesting. not everybody's, you know, we're, it, a quote unquote, perfect. Anything doesn't exist, right. including a person. <laughs> so, yeah. absolutely. Right? <laughs> so I did that and I would seriously go back to my list. I know I'm weird too. I'm, I'm different too. <laughs> and I would go back to my list and, and I had like the vision board and everything, you know, and, um, I even like, you know, feng shui'd my love corner (laughs) (laughs) and I would go back to the list and, um, I remember being like, he's 80, he's at least 80% of that list. (laughs) It was kind of like, that's awesome. So yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's really important being very intentional in, you know, not, not necessarily, um, like constantly like obsessing about it and like it's like a full-time job but -hmm. also not just sitting around just waiting and really and what are you waiting for if you haven't like gotten clear on it right like you said get clear on it okay so number three (laughs) so I guess number three I would say would be I guess just have fun like follow your heart follow your intuitive nudges to to say yes to certain experiences to say no to certain experiences Mm -hmm. you're you're developing your standards and you are opening up to like unlimited possibilities like if you can follow your intuition into uh, I'm going to go to this restaurant instead of this one you never know like maybe you're your waitress is has a connection for you 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 know who knows but if you don't if you don't follow where you're being guided then you could miss I mean you'll probably consistently be guided but Mm -hmm. it could just be a lot more fun and easy (laughs) yeah yeah definitely and like I mean some people might be listening to this and be like you did what you flew all the way to Hawaii for somebody you'd never met in person (laughs) right but you followed you you did truly follow your intuition. Intuition is cr- quote unquote crazy as that might look to other people. 
mm-hmm. you really just followed it and look what it, look what it brought you. And, um, and you know, same with me, like I actually met Logan on eHarmony and at the time everybody was like, Oh, that's, you know, that just had all kinds of stuff to say about that website. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just kept getting called back to it. Like that was actually my second time trying it. And the first time that's a long story. It didn't actually like go anywhere. It didn't even go on any dates, but I was like, I don't know. I gotta do this again. And Logan is the first person that I dated from eHarmony. The first and only person I ever dated on eHarmony. Like right? I signed up and within like a week I met him online and like soon after we both closed our accounts and here we are. <laughs> right. So yeah, and I hear Go ahead. Oh, and I I mean I I hear stories about that too. And like if it's especially if it's online dating, like I've heard of people who are just like, oh, I'm about to close it, but I'm just gonna let it sit for mm-hmm. one more week, you know? Yeah. And that's when they following yeah. that nudge to just let it for another week was when that partner came on yeah yeah so I have a um, question about and I'm sure that you work with a lot of women going through this or have gone through this and I know one of your specialties is helping other people heal their hearts from from a broken relationship Um, I hear it a lot that you know, I've just been hurt so bad. I just don't even know what kind, you know, like, I don't know who to pick or I just, I don't make good choices in relationships. And so they just like put walls around themselves is what it Mm -hmm. seems. And it, and honestly, it makes me really, really sad because, um, I believe having a really healthy, fulfilling, fulfilling relationship is super important to holistic healthcare, honestly. Right. Right. Really. It really is. Um, not to say that being single doesn't have its perks either and can be super healthy. I'm just saying that if it's somebody that I know really does want a relationship, but they're letting that past hurt and fear just, you know, build up a huge wall. What, what are like some of the first things you would say? I mean, I know we've already talked about the the three tips, but mm-hmm. is it something you see a lot of? And have you worked with somebody that's been able to overcome that or some people that have been able to overcome that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. It's It's really baby steps to accept where you're at in the moment. Like, wow, I feel... I feel really heartbroken. I feel like I just, you know, I don't, I wouldn't know who to choose. Like people would just keep hurting me and then just finding at least some acceptance and love that that is your experience. Yeah. And then are you willing to change that experience? Mm -hmm. Like, well, I, you know, like if you are willing, then what if it could be possible that you could rebuild your trust? What if it could be possible that there is someone for you? Like, is there room in your, in your possibility, in your mind, in your heart for that to become true? Yeah. Yeah. And so we kind of look at that and then do the baby steps of healing. Like we talked about to find what, what area needs 
some more love and some forgiveness and what thoughts need to be reframed and Mm -hmm. rearranged to really work for you instead of against you. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, I think, I think what you offer could be so beneficial, especially to those women. Um, because yeah, it does, it just seems like from an outside perspective, um, they're just kind of swirling around in these thoughts and then having someone like you to kind of bump them out of that would be super helpful. Um, And I think like it comes back to, again, one of the things you love to do for people is help them um, just totally change their, their mindset using the changing of their mindset and um, managing their own energy and their thoughts to really help get them whatever it is they're needing in life, even more than relationships. Um, So one last question, because I'm sure there's people listening that are really curious about this, because anytime you hear the word psychic, you get all kinds of questions. <laughs> right. So what exactly would you consider is a psychic healer? What, what does that mean? And how does that tie into you being a relationship coach? Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's a good question, and um, I I don't do predictions. Okay. I mean, I can I can foresee certain things coming, but if I predict something, people will try to. It's just not. It's just. It's not empowering. Yeah. Like it could be. So, instead, like we work more on, like I can see into the past and into the future and into the present as to what are the things that are blocking you right now? Mm. What, what are the things under the surface that you don't realize are blocking you? Like potential, like you had certain things in your past, in your childhood, in the first relationship you've ever had that you're still clinging on to. That's really not allowed you to find love again yeah nice so uh, yeah so as a psychic I can see the energy and I can see the memories in the past and I can see through it all to see what what your best forward movements and clearing we can do to Mm -hmm. to heal that okay awesome awesome and then combine that with some um you know more uh probably conventional coaching and like Mm -hmm. the three steps you talked about plus a lot more i'm sure um Mm -hmm. what a beautiful thing to offer people it's yeah it's like it i mean dating services sound kind of cool they still exist like there's people out there that still are matchmakers but i think um i think you still have to deal with the stuff even if you're matched up with someone and that's that's why it's important to have people like you. So I super appreciate you being on here with me. I super appreciate what you do for other people. I think it's beautiful. Um, how can people find you to work with you? Yeah. So I am on Facebook, uh, Constance Ayo is my personal, and then my business is Relationship Psychic Constance Ayo. Okay. And 
I am on Instagram, just relationship psychic constant. Okay. And um, yeah, and my website is just www.constanceao.com. Awesome. Yeah. And that's A O. Oh, yes. A O. Just like it sounds. (laughs) Another gift from your husband. (laughs) Right. A cool ass name. Well, it was our creation on Koi because oh, we were both oh. we oh. both sort of had adopted last names. Okay, that we just like oh, let's start fresh. That's so <laughs> cool. Okay, so a gift of your relationship then. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I just learned something totally new. <laughs> There's always stuff to learn about people. I love it. Thank you yeah. so much, Constance. You are so welcome. You've just listened to Holistic Healing Connection with me, Amber Cook. You can find out more about me and other holistic healers, coaches, and practitioners at healingways.com. That's healing, W-A-Z-E.com, or on most major social media outlets. If you are a holistic professional and would like to be a guest on this podcast, please go to healingways.com to join. If you have been helped by holistic or alternative medicine, I'd love to help you share your story on this podcast to help inspire others please email us at info at healingways.com with the title podcast guest. And don't forget to come back every week for more holistic fun. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day.